Welcome, fellow traders, to our Treason Bite Triple D. This is part two. Hey, we're glad you joined us here on Truth Is Now Treason. I'm Dietrich. And I'm Lennox. And in our first part of Triple D, Dumb, Dumber, or Deliberate, we began to expose a portion of the lie surrounding the issue of climate change and decisions being made here in America. So if you haven't listened, I'm going to ask you to please listen to part one because we've got Joe Manchin, a Democrat politician, making some interesting points on there. So make sure that you check that out. In this podcast, though, we plan to share more how the United States has been doing a great job in tackling climate change. And we're going to continue to expose the lie told by our government leaders. But in order to do that, we must first summarize Biden's actions this past year. So listen to Senator Barrasso, who is at a GOP news briefing back on October 27, 2021, discussing energy prices, and he's telling us what has happened this year. Joe Biden bragged about the fact, day number one in office, he killed the Keystone XL pipeline. He then put a moratorium on oil and gas leases on public lands, which affect many of our states. And then he went after Alaska. That's the reason that people are paying so much more for energy. It's these policies. So what's the administration decided to do about it? Astonishingly, they're asking OPEC plus Russia to produce and sell us more energy. Hard to believe, but it's on the White House website. The National Security Advisor put it on the website, asking Russia and OPEC to produce more and sell more energy to America. So right now, today, the United States is using more energy from Vladimir Putin's Russia than we are from Alaska. This is a huge financial jackpot for Putin's Russia, for Iran, as well as from Saudi Arabia. And for what purpose? Well, to me, it's so that Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi and John Kerry and apparently about four plane loads of Democrats can head over to Scotland and wave the white flag of surrender to take us from being a nation that is energy dominant and energy wealthy to a nation of energy weakness and dependence. So as you can see, we have limited the supply here in the United States, but yet we have intentionally brought in the supply of oil from outside of America, from nations who don't have our best interest in mind. And so this is what's causing the higher gasoline prices. This is what's causing our higher heating bills and prices of everything to go up. So here we're going to listen to Jim Jordan. He's a representative in Congress during an oversight committee hearing with both Democrats and Republicans, as well as the CEOs of numerous American oil companies. So what he's doing here is he's asking questions of Mike Summers, who is the CEO of the American Petroleum Institute, as well as an ex-employee of the Keystone Pipeline. Jordan is asking them about the United States and its energy production capabilities, particularly before Biden took office and then after Biden took office. So pay close attention to the questions he's asking these two and what their answers are. So listen. What, what has happened? You, you know what's happened to the price of gasoline since that day? Uh, I think everybody knows the answer to that question, Congressman. It's a uh... Going nowhere but up, just like we tried to warn. It's increased dramatically, hasn't it? Over a dollar a gallon. Yes, sir. You know what's happened to the 
company that was overseeing the Russian Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline, do you know what happened to them? I believe they were allowed to, to uh, finish construction. I know that for a fact. Yeah, they were, the sanctions against them were waived. They were allowed to complete construction of that pipeline at the same time yours was closed down and you lost your job. You know what's happened <clears throat> to American energy independence since the day you were fired? Uh, well, the words OPEC seem to be coming back in the media more these days, and I didn't hear that for a lot of years, so uh, uh, we've lost it. Yeah, That's Mr. what's happened. Mr. Summers, are, are CO2 emissions in the United States lower today than they were 20 years ago? They are, Congressman. Significantly lower, is that right? They are significantly lower. In fact, uh, uh, CO2 emissions from the power sector in particular at, are at the lowest level since 1978. And that's because, you know, things like cap and trade passed and regulations from the government caused you to lower them. Isn't that true? Congressman, actually, that is because of the innovation that has occurred exactly. in the American oil and gas industry. Exactly. Cap and trade didn't pass. It's not because of regulations from government. You guys did that on your own because it's just the right thing to do and it's good business, right? That's right, Congressman. As I mentioned before, every energy source has to meet that energy trilemma affordable, reliable, and cleaner. And that's what this industry has delivered. Ten months ago, was the United States of America energy independent, Mr. Summers? What I would say, Congressman, is that the United States was North American in energy independent uh, and well on our way to American energy independence. We were exporting a lot too, weren't we? We were. Uh, unfortunately, over the course of the last few months, we we're actually importing uh, uh, oil into the United States uh, for the first time in a while. Yeah, that was my next question. So we, in 10 months' time, we went from being energy independent to now we're importing oil, and we had the spectacle of the President of the United States begging OPEC to increase production. Is that accurate? Well, Congressman, in, in, uh, the U.S. was a net petroleum exporter for the first time since 1958 in the year uh, 2020. Uh, and, you know, we were very proud of being the world's largest producer of oil and natural gas uh, as a consequence of, of the innovation and the technological revolution that has occurred in the American oil and gas industry. Yeah, this, this I mean, I can't say it better than our colleague from Florida who spoke a few minutes ago, but in 10 months' time, we have literally went from energy independence to the President of the United States begging OPEC to increase production to now we're having to import some of our energy needs. So if we had continued to play the audio clip, you would have heard Representative Jordan say that during that same meeting, there were Democrats who asked these CEOs if they could cut back on their energy production. Who in the world would expect a owner of a business to say, hey, I'm going to make less of what I've got here so that way I can make less money? How much sense does that possibly make to anyone? Why would somebody ask that question, knowing how supply and demand are intertwined. If supply is low and demand is still up, costs rise. Almost makes you think, are there some people, are there some Democrats who want the costs to rise? But instead, we are asking OPEC to make more and those in our country to make less. And I find it interesting that America, under the Trump administration, produced and met its own energy needs. And we did so well that we were exporting it, which means we are making money. And Mike Summers specifically said in 2020, we were a net exporter of petroleum for the first time since 1958. I mean, wow. I mean, that means we are selling it to other countries. And you wouldn't want to change that if you love your country. 
It would be something that you'd want to brag about, but yet we don't hear anyone touting it. It also sounds like we were producing more than Russia because he said we were the largest producer of oil and natural gas. We were leading the world and we were also leading the world in reducing carbon emissions at the same time, something we covered from our part one episode of Triple D. You know, something else to bring up is Mr. Graves, another representative on that committee, pointed out that the United States is leading the world in reducing emissions. Now, we're reducing emissions so much in the United States that if you take the next 12 countries who are reducing their emissions as as well, we are reducing our emissions more than those 12 countries combined. That is quite an achievement. And the executive director of the IEA, okay, these are the same people that Joe Manchin was talking to in our previous episode, part one of Triple D. And the director said it was the most historic in world history. I just want to say that again. We were reducing carbon emissions so much that it was the most historic in world history. I mean, that's awesome. And kudos to the United States. I mean, those countries who joined the Paris Climate Agreement, they, who say they will do all of this and haven't as of yet, we were doing it without being in that agreement and without government intervention, too. Another important point from this same meeting, it was brought out how the United States company Shell has the most efficient energy production in terms of emissions with oil and gas. Now, it drills out of the Gulf of Mexico and has the best and lowest greenhouse gas emissions worldwide. We are the best right here. Now, the world is consuming about 100 million barrels of oil each day. So even if the U.S. would stop using this oil, the demand would still be there, according to these experts, because other countries are going to continue to do so. So if we're going to continue to need oil, then why not make it right where we produce it the cleanest? Things that make you go, hmm. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I also heard someone make a great point. We just had the UN summit climate change held in Scotland. And if we are so concerned about gas emissions hurting the climate, why wouldn't you Zoom the climate conference? But instead, we have Biden, the Democrats, and other leaders across the world flying big jets into Scotland. And it's just sheer hypocrisy. Or it could be something more than just the climate at all. And we're going to delve into that more on part three of Triple D. You know, another thing about this uh, climate conference we had in 2021, it's the most expensive we've had to date. What was funny about it is all these guys flying these jets in there, it was too many jets going into Scotland all at the same time. So they had to land in Scotland, drop off their people, and then fly somewhere else. I guess you could file that under double hypocrisy. Yeah, and thus the lie. So if you want to verify what Jim Jordan said in that second audio clip that we played about reducing CO2 emissions, we did put a link to a graph. That proves what Jim Jordan was saying about us reducing those emissions. You can look at that if you wish. But I just want to end this just saying I am so proud of America. What? (laughs) 
I am proud of America. Maybe, uh, Dietrich, you're not. But maybe you need to go to Russia. Or maybe, oh, here, traders, this is even better. Maybe Dietrich needs to go to a re-education camp. <laughs> so, you mean like the ones that Bernie's guy was talking about having? Yeah. So I just want to say America is a great country, especially when it has leaders who allow it to thrive. So I want you to join us for our next segment that we're going to have out soon for Triple D. It's going to be part three. We're going to be diving into why this is happening and what is their goal. I want to thank you for joining us today. I'm going to ask you to do us a little favor. Go on to Spotify, follow us, go on to Facebook, like us, and spread the news of Truth is Now Treason. We would appreciate that. Until next time, my fellow traders. traders.